Hello, and welcome to Weed and Grub. Yeah. Hi, Mike. What up, Mary Jane? How's it going? It's going really good. Good. Yeah, why not? (laughs) (laughs) You have so much going on right now. Yeah, I'm feeling stressed. I have anxiety, but you just keep checking shit off. You know, you make a list and you delete them as you do them, and that's the only way to do what you got to do. Yeah. So, you know. Checking boxes. Checking fucking boxes. Yeah. Mm, And so, yeah, I'm stressed as hell, but that's why I'm happy to do this. I was like, please give me the relief. (laughs) Yes, the release. Yeah. Like, this is also real life, but this is good real life. Yeah. Not real, real life. Well, yeah. It's just us. Yeah. And the millions of you listening. (laughs) I mean, it's it's not no one. No. What is it? Two million? Yeah. At this point? Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. So two million downloads a week, two million downloads a week, Mm -hmm. uh, from one guy in North (laughs) Carolina, real weird, a lot of bots. He's created a lot of bots. So many. Yeah. (laughs) And a lot of time on his hands to make those bots. That's a long list. Yeah. If he just wrote down the word bot two million times and everybody he created, he crossed off that word. That's a big long list of two million. My head is spinning at the thought of it. I'm high. Yeah. Like, some of this you don't need to cut out, but you don't need to listen. <laughs> I wouldn't. Just hit that skip button yep. until we get to something that you care about. <laughs> That's uh, brutal. That makes me think of Mark Marin so hard because in his podcast, like some of the number one comments when he when it's on like Reddit and all this stuff is like Mark starts actually talking to his guest at the 10 minute mark, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like. Everybody, I feel, is like at one point or another skips his intro mm-hmm. just to get to the guest. And that's like his whole pod. He's built this podcast from nothing, but nobody wants to listen to him talk necessarily. Uh, Do you know what I mean? Totally. Yeah. That's so funny. That's like the the My Favorite Murder gals. You know, their their first like 20 minutes to half an hour is always just them kind of catching up and talking about stuff that they're interested in. And But I always enjoy that part even more than their storytelling about whatever murder it is that they're talking about because they're so fun together. Yes, they got good chem. They do. And on that note, actually, um, I wanted to read. My friend Julia wrote to me uh, yesterday. It was like such a nice text to get on a Saturday afternoon. And she wrote, um, I, all the heart emojis, love weed and grub. And she said, I'm listening to the sex episode. You guys are funny together. So thank mm. you, Julia. That's really nice, it Julia. That's nice, yeah. Cool. Which sex episode? Uh, oh, yeah. There's so many. <laughs> yeah. This is a sex episode. It is a sex episode. Uh huh. My gosh. Yeah, I think she was listening to the one with Jamie. Yeah, we should call this uh, Weed and Tug. <laughs> <laughs> and get Scarlett Johansson to come on as a guest. Uh huh. Wait, why? Uh, she, well, that Rub and Tug. What's that? It was that movie that was getting made that she was she had signed on to play oh, a transgender yeah, yeah. man. Totally. Um, and then there was just a massive backlash from the trans community, and she dropped out. Yep. Which, okay, can we talk about that for a second before yeah. we get into our first thing on the agenda? Because uh, while I 100% agree with her dropping out and everyone clapping back, we were talking about it at dinner the other night, and a couple of people who are my friends said, that's such a big mistake on her part because we want people to see this movie, and we want to get the message out about like the trans community and the story. And now nobody who doesn't know you need a big name for a movie like this, whether they're trans or not, because otherwise most people are not going to see it. 
Right. And that was a point that was raised in the whole debate about everything. But the trans community was like, it is time. It is now time to stop telling our stories. We are here to tell our stories for ourselves. And we are not invited into the room to audition for any cis roles. We only get to play trans roles. So you don't get to tell our fucking stories right now. It was Mm. basically, you know, like I read some pretty incendiary statements. There were a lot of just really... um, you know, heartfelt pleas for Scarlett Johansson to step down from this because she in no, and her her initial response to it when they were like, please don't do this. She was like, I refer you to uh, Jared Leto, Felicity Huffman and Jeffrey Tambor, you know, all actors who have played trans roles to great acclaim. She's like, you know, look what if they've done it, I should be able to do it. Mm, But but she's also made some awful choices as playing like, didn't she play a Japanese ghost in the shell character? Well, they whitewashed it. I don't think she was actually trying to play it was very sort of like yeah but again you know. it's like misstep after misstep with that kind of like choice yeah or role choice yeah and yeah. her her initial um hey hey those guys are being assholes today archie and bobo are getting into it yeah they are um so her initial response went you know directing people to uh other actors who had played trans roles mm-hmm. was so um, it just came off as so sort of like indignant and like, you know, um, and entitled, honestly. Right. And then her response when she finally did decide to step down was really measured and, and very long and like articulated her feelings about how she understands that, um, the, you know, the trans community is now coming into a place where, you know, those actors should be able to tell their own stories. And, and she recognizes that and she apologized for her part in it. And it was pretty cool. That is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Like the, the the hindsight move in my head would be that Scarlett was never in that role, mm. but it was, f- um, but it was like executive produced by Scarlett yeah. Johansson because then like real talk without her even saying it, it could trickle down into something like Ghost in a Shell yeah. and how everyone was like, what the fuck are you doing in this role? But her not being in this, but being like the E, like an executive producer of it and just saying like, this is such a great script. I can't wait for you to see this cast. Yeah. And championing in it from there would have been That's dynamite. the move. That's can, the fucking move. Yeah, like there is room for everyone at this table. Mm-hmm. You know, there is room for more stories to be told. It's not that they're trying to take work away from anyone. Right. They're just right. saying it's time for us to tell our own stories. Mm. All right. Well, we both are saying the same thing, but you're doing it in a much more articulate way. I don't know if I am. I feel really high. Do you? <laughs> yeah. Really? Uh-huh. From what? From uh, this vape pen. All right. <laughs> cool. I mean, if you're not thinking about it, that means you're saying it right. Uh, trust yeah. in your trust in your instincts to make your tongue work the way it should. Yeah. It's also really hot in here. Yeah, it it's is. It's like hot. Come on. We don't need to talk about the weather, do we? Uh, no, we don't. Cool. I just really wanted to talk about... Um, that movie for a second, especially because of like the other, we'll get to the rest of the episode in a second, which I think ties into her and is it called Rub and Tug? Yep. Yeah, a lot. But first we have to talk about this dope ass gift we just got. Yes. Right? Yep. Yo, thank you, Magical Butter. Thanks guys. I'm so excited to make Magical Butter and oil and tincture and all the things. Everything. It's it's like the George Foreman of the cannabis cooking world. A hundred percent. That is such a good comparison. Uh, yeah. Oh man. When you were like, guess what we got? And you sent me the pictures of it. And then I looked it up. I was like, ooh wee. This is everything you need to make infused anything yep fuck off i can't wait i'm so excited to make i'm especially excited to make tincture with it because i love having tincture on hand just in your pocket you know well okay to start with um if people don't know what tincture is can you break it down a little bit 
Mm, yeah, it's just tincture is something like you take orally, like a dropper of, um, you can use uh, alcohol or glycerin base. Yeah. And you basically just put weed in it and then it infuses it and then you can like put it as a little extra special treat under your tongue. Totally. Just a little drop. Mm-hmm. A little drop will do you. Yep. Like Jombo is yes. my favorite like brand name tincture that I have right now. Yeah. And that's a spray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I kind of like more because, you know, banaca to me is one of the funniest things you can carry. Totally. So yeah, carrying a spray and being like, yeah. and everybody being like, what's that? And I'm like, I'm actually super high. <laughs> and it's I, all minty. Yeah. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're going to get banaca, you should at least get high from it. Just get, but yeah, jumbo. Yeah. Good for your breath. Good for your high. So we can make our own jumbo now. Well, we can't make jumbo, but we can make tincture. We can make tincture. That's great. You can make butter. Yep. Can of butter. You can make oil. Yeah. Like any of the, like coconut or almond oil or, you know, grapeseed oil or walnut oil. Yeah. Infuse it and use it. Mm. Delicious. Uh, also, I do want to say we got some really cool pics um, on our Twitter. Uh, I don't know if we can say his name or not, so because I forgot to ask him. But remember when he was showing us all the pictures of the can of butter he's making right now? And it was so fucking cool. So thank you for sending those pictures. Um, next time I should ask you if we can say your name or not, because oh, I don't yeah. want to ruin anyone's privacy. That's but right. But you, you know. So anyway, um, yeah. Thanks for yeah sharing those. So I was looking through the Magical Butter... Um, it's easy. I didn't know how easy it is to use this fucking machine. I mean, there are totally steps to like, first you have to, you know, get, get your weed and grind it up and then decarb your weed, which is what, which is uh, decarboxylation, which is where you're activating the THC in the weed, the psychoactive component. But well, cause usually you would light it on fire to do that, right? Exactly. So the heat is what makes the THC go yeah so you have to grind up your weed and like lay it out on like a cookie sheet in your oven at a low temperature says 250 degrees Fahrenheit yeah (laughs) (laughs) and once it's like 20 25 minutes this is this is 30 but keep an eye on it ovens run different temps yeah you don't want to toast it too much (coughs) and then you pull out your ground up weed and then it's ready to make butter or oil or tincture or any of the things and in this machine it's pretty cool it looks like a um like a futuristic rice cooker yeah oh my gosh yes absolutely it's like very sleek looking not like apparently you know designed for weed at all so you could just like leave it on your counter and no one's gonna ask any questions yeah it looks fairly stealthy although if anyone is in the know they'll be like oh you have a magical butter that's true like they are really well known and successful like inside the cannabis community yeah but you know. They do fun cooking videos and stuff and like Instagram live stories and stuff. You should check them out online. They're very fun. They're a fun group of people, like fun, fun loving and like they just enjoy making food that gets you high. Heck yeah. It's great. It's so easy. It's a set it and forget it kind of a, like I'm just reading the directions for the first time right yeah. now because I know like you were like, yo, check it out. And we got like so many different things from them. But like this is easy. You literally set it on four hours mm-hmm. tincture or eight hours tincture and If you want it stronger, hold on. I should have read this before I read this. Jesus Christ. Set it on eight hours for tincture, which will give you a stronger flavor and a deeper intensity. Mm -hmm. Or four-hour tincture, which I guess is a lighter flavor and a lighter intensity. This is so freaking easy. Yeah. You can even make topicals with it. Like if you want to make like a lotion for your, you know, sore joints or something. to masturbate? Yeah. If you want to make some dick lotion. (laughs) Yeah. And then weed dick lotion. Make your dick fall asleep. That's what I'm going to (laughs) do. For all the dicks or wait, what? (laughs) 
Yeah. I got you something for your birthday. <laughs> Is it d- 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 a, dick lotion? It's homemade dick lotion. <laughs> oh my God. Isn't, I mean, all lotion is dick lotion. Listen, Let's be serious. I just have like dick lotion on the brain because of what we did today. I so. know. Well, really quick. Can we play a quick game that I want to play about magical butter? Yes. Okay. So which would you, you want to make a tincture with it? Yes. Okay. But for cooking, uh, like what do you have, does anything come to mind that you're excited to cook with this or what would you want to cook with this magical butter machine um i would make can of butter because i use butter like i just leave soft butter on my counter and have it out for like toast and you know um like to scramble my eggs in i would love to have like a little pot of can of butter just on my counter to use that you know oh it's already melty it's already easy to spread some soft weed butter yeah just around yeah Yeah. i do use butter more than I use oil more than butter, uh-huh. but I think I like can of butter more than can of oil. Oh, well, you should try making your own oil and see. Maybe. I do. I do. I don't know. Like more dishes come to mind when it comes to butter. You know what I mean? Whether right. you're like basting like a pork chop I, I or roasted a dollop on a baked potato. Yeah. I roasted some apricots last week and like that takes a like a pat of butter on each one and like oh, a brown like sugar sauce. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oof. See, that sounds delicious. I do. I think I like can of butter more than can of oil just for just because butter makes everything better. It's true. I do like the oil because you can just drizzle a little bit, like finishing things at the end. You know, yeah. you just add a couple of milligrams to oh, your tomato like a salad soup or, or a salad. Oh, salad. Or, yeah. yeah. Damn, that's such a good point. Mm. All right. Well, I guess, I mean, either way, it's you're going to enjoy it. We're going to make all the things. Yeah. We'll have tincture and butter and yeah. oil. I can't wait till it's a little colder because I'm craving like a baked potato right now. Oh. But it's just not the season to leave your oven on for an hour and a half. Hell no. Yeah. I'd be so mad. Right? I'd just be angry. Like I love to like put butter on the outside of the potato so it crisps up real easy. So I would like can of butter the outside of a baked potato. And then, you know, if you wanted to do twice baked, you could mix in some like sour cream and some chives and some can of butter and then put it back in. Or you just put a dollop on top with whatever your fixings are. Like to me, that sounds delicious right now. Yeah. How do you do? Oh, I don't know how you bake a potato twice. Like do you just literally bake it once and then bake it again? So you bake it once and then you scoop out the insides, you know, all the, um, uh, the juice on the inside, whatever you call that stuff. The, the potato. <laughs> you scoop out the potato. You scoop the potato out of the potato, and then you put it in a bowl. You mix it with all your mix-ins, whether that's whatever that is to you. What right? is it? What What's in there? Well, for me, it's like straight up bacon and um, some cheddar cheese, some sour cream, some chives, some... You could add a little can of butter to it, you know, smooth it out, cream it up, and then you put that back into the shell and then you slide it back into the oven and it cooks again now that it's open. So you get that crispy top to the Ooh. potato and the insides are all meldy and succulent. And so you twice bake it because you juice up the inside and then bake it again. Wow. Yeah. And oh. then, and then, you know, and then you can put even more bullshit on top of that. Add some salsa. You just don't want warm salsa coming in your, in your oven. So right. yeah, put it on at the end once it's out. Uh, oh, you just made my mouth water so hard. Borat? Uh-huh. Yeah, turn on the sprinklers. Yes. Nice. I can't wait. Oh, and the other thing they send us is straight up chocolate. So we can make Oh my chocolates. God, so much. There's milk chocolate, dark chocolate, and white chocolate. Yeah. So we're going to infuse those as well. Although, I I don't know. I might... Mm, white chocolate, I'm not such a big fan. No? But we'll have a milk and dark. Yeah. And um, yeah, we're going to have to have a dinner party. 
Okay. We should like host a, a little like invite, you know, like two or three of our favorite people over and just have like a magical butter infused dinner party. I don't want to talk about that on air because people are going to be like, what? Ah, I don't live in L.A. <laughs> oh, you just weren't invited. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, yeah, that's fun. Well, yeah. Oh, because then if we infuse chocolate, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a chocolate bar, even though like they sent us molds to make chocolates. Mm-hmm. Like we can just shave it over the top of a key lime pie or yeah. banana cream or anything like that yeah. whatever's in season microplane it over whatever totally fuck this machine is good thank you magical butter yeah stoked to make things and then talk about what those things are and how they came out you know what hey magical butter because we're going to tag you if you're listening you should send us a coupon code so that we could share it next episode with everybody yeah and then they could get one and check you out and get like a percentage off or something. So if you're listening to this, send us a coupon code so that you can hook up other cool folks. Yeah. And if you're listening to this, hi, guys. (laughs) (laughs) You're all so much fun. Hell yeah. What up? What up? Yeah, They're always so good to me. All right. Cool. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So let's get into dick lotion. (laughs) It's all coming back around. Weed and grub and sex. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. So our friend Jamie, who is uh, who guested a couple weeks ago, yeah, uh, told us that we should check out this um, adult novelty uh, sex toy convention, basically, because she sees a lot of parallels between the sex industry and the cannabis industry. She was like, you should really just go and check it out. And of course, we like to talk about sex all the time as well. So mm-hmm. it seemed like a great fit. And we, oh! <laughs> and we just went and it was so interesting. Yeah. And we met some really cool people. Very cool people. Oh my god! I was like, yeah, um, a little starstruck. So, where do you want to start? Because these, like, I'm going to be honest. I've been to a lot of conventions for a lot of things, and I always walk in being like, oh, this is in like, it's going to be weird and it's going to be empty, and conventions are just not fun. But I had a really fucking fun time at this convention. It was fun. I think that you know, conventions are conventions are conventions. Like we were commenting on how it's like. Any of like every cannabis cup, you know, has that same kind of feel. It's like the expo with the booths and everyone showing their wares and their wares are all sort of weed related. And yeah, so they're all sort just, of similar. Yeah. It's a farmer's market that's selling one thing. Right. If you've never been to a cannabis cup, anyone who's listening, go check it out because they are. It's really like an incredible experience to go and walk around and see all of the different growers and brands who are showcasing their wares but because it's all tied around cannabis there are just huge similarities between a lot of the you know booths and expo vendors who are there yep and then also just like smoking in public with all you know 10,000 other friends is a wonderful time it is really fun and the music it's always great so they're really fun uh but this expo yeah like this one, I so I just walked in. I was like, "Oh man, it's just gonna be people sitting in chairs, surrounded by dildos. Like nobody to talk to, nothing to see. It's all the same shit." I was super wrong. Well, I was gonna say like it's the it, the similarity is like that it's it's a sex it's a sexpo. Yeah. So all of the stuff there is sort of like once you've seen 10 booths you kind of feel a little bit like you've seen them all like they're all sort of in the same it's just adult it's sex toys Mm -hmm. sex toys dildos you know big fleshy (laughs) cocks and uh but once you i don't know sort of like so what were the highlights for you because i i have i have three things on my mind but i don't want to say them all at once because it'll be it'll be like you know like mixing your recycling with your landfill it'll be too much okay (laughs) um what what were the standout cool things that you saw 
Uh, I'll leave my best for last. My first cool standout thing that I saw was the Mimic. Yes. Agreed. Which is a new toy that the um, woman at the booth was had had a hand in designing. <laughs> <laughs> and she said that her anatomy actually came in handy. Mm-hmm. And the, it is shaped to fit your hand. It looks a little bit like a manta ray. And it is a vibrator. Yeah. And it's just designed for not only for women, but for like couples. Because she said you can do perineal massage. Mm-hmm. You can put it... Um, like if you're pegging, you can like put it into what you're like strapped into to peg. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you get pleasure out of it while you're pegging somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was cool. And she was really neat. She was really cool. And uh, it, it's one like this is its year. It's having its moment. Yeah. Like 2018, it won like what? Sex Toy of the Year. And it was in Men's Health and yep. Cosmo and all of these things. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was, was cool. cool. I'd never seen anything like it. It comes in nice colors. Um, she was really great. The whole company seems to just have it going. Mm-hmm. But um, it was strong. I'm going to be honest. My hand shook all the way to my bicep, to my shoulder, to my neck. It was intense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, holy cow, you're going to put that on your pussy? Holy cow. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I don't have one. So I don't know if that's too much, too little, or just right. But well, god damn. It felt strong. I mean, but I know that one of the most popular vibrators in the world is the Hitachi Magic Wand because it's so powerful. Is that the big white thing I mm-hmm. see in porn? Yep. Yeah, that looks cool. Yeah. Okay. And it's like incredibly strong. That's why women like it. It's because it's powerful. Cool. So powerful vibes. Mm. Okay, so the mimic is number one. Totally yeah. agree. Mm-hmm. How yeah. about you? Uh, the coolest things I saw? Yeah. Let's see. I... Oh, I know what it is. What? It's and it's it's cool because it never crossed my mind that it would be something that people would want. But when we saw the uh, dildo that's uncircumcised, oh, I was kind of like, "Whoa, my game changer!" Like, God, really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, uncut and uncut. That's what it was called, uncut. And the the one that was on display, like you could just like reach out and pull the foreskin down on it. Like yeah. it's got a latex or whatever, silicone, rubber, whatever foreskin. Yeah. yeah. That to me was wild. Wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because to me, like when I think of dildos, I just think of like different dick sizes. You know, it's like width and length. Mm-hmm. That's really all I picture. Mm-hmm. But I don't picture like circumcised or uncircumcised. Um, right. Yeah. How big are the balls? You know, I mean, the super realistic stuff is never. I mean, that's for a very specific portion of the market. I think like a lot of people are not necessarily in the market for something that looks exactly like the real thing. You know, right? Like yeah. a lot of the toys that I think women are um, attracted to are like the mimic. Like it looks like a little, you know, like aqua colored manta ray. It doesn't look like anything that is human or anatomical. Well, it's the same as in cannabis, right? Where it's like it's no longer called. Um, uh, punch my gut and fuck my wife. It's called like relax. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's yeah. a safer, more accessible, normalized way. Totally. To get off. It's yep. Yeah, that's such a good point. Yeah, like do you know, uncut cock dildo is not as marketable as this like like Cosmopolitan. Oh my gosh! Yes, has a brand coming out now. So they had a booth at this sexpo premiering their line of um, sex toys that they're going to have not in the U.S. yet, but they're going to be available in Europe and Australia, Cosmopolitan. And they're all like pink and, you know, oh, I don't know. I didn't touch any of them. Did you pick anything up? Yeah, I played with a couple of them. Okay. (laughs) They're legit. They feel like good products. They're clean, sleek, 
and the aesthetic has a big C on it for Cosmo. Uh-huh. You know, like they're they're staking their claim in the sex game. And it was so interesting to see them with this booth with white leather couches and the two women who were sort of repping the brand were both wouldn't have been out of place in any boardroom. Nope. They were both dressed extremely like, um, you know, like business casual. And they chatted with us about the line. And it was like the whole thing was just so super normalized. Yeah. And it was great. And they had uh, salted caramel lube which I am so excited to try. Yeah. It's Cosmopolitan. It's so crazy. It's got like the brand name Cosmopolitan on this lube. And it's called Caramel Drizzle. And um, the woman said that she puts it in her coffee sometimes. <laughs> yeah, right? She was like, it's so good. And I was like, I really don't think you put lube in your coffee. But that's a great selling point. Yeah. And Yeah, nobody um, is like at Starbucks. Like uh, one pump because I also brought some. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Just going to dr- drizzle this lube into my frappuccino. Um. <laughs> On top of the whipped cream. Just a circle. Mm, okay. I'm actually going to taste this right Let's now. Let's taste it right now. Okay. That sounds great. Also, the fact that you say caramel instead of caramel. It's interesting. <laughs> Just says a lot. Are you making fun of me? No, I agree. That's how you pronounce it. It's caramel. It's not caramel. Well, I mean, that's, you know, just just dialectical difference, right? I'm Canadian. Mm, Yeah, but some say, you know, tomato, tomato. Oh, God. What? (laughs) It's lube. Oh, no, it's all over. It's in your coffee. I expected it to. Oh, let's try it. Oh, it's not the color. It's not caramel colored. It's just clear. Yeah, I expected it to be caramel colored. Now my hand's just covered in lube. It smells like caramel. It totally smells like caramel syrup that you would put in your coffee. Yeah, she might not be lying. Are you going to taste it? Yeah, let's taste it. One, two, three. (laughs) Weed and grub, where we eat lube. <laughs> Live. I don't like it at all. It's, it's fucking gross. It's gross and it's slimy and it's like well, it's petroleum lube. jelly. But you wouldn't want to go down on someone with this. No. Right? Not at all. I don't want this in my mouth when I'm going down on someone. No. This is so gross. Yeah. If I was like going down on somebody and drizzled this. Mm-mm. You'd make them go take a shower. Yeah. I'd be like, go. You're, you're, this, isn't, this isn't good. I'm going to be straight up. No. Well, it might be good lube. I don't know. It feels very slippery. But if you're going to use lube, nobody's like, oh, use the flavored one that we never taste. Well, some people are into flavored lube. For But why? If you're not going to taste it, what's the point? Because they want to taste it when they're going down on people because they don't like the way going down tastes. I've used right? flavor. Yes, I know what you're saying, but I'm saying like I wouldn't use this to go down on somebody because it doesn't taste good. But there are flavored lubes out there that do taste good? I hope so. Okay, I have another flavored one that we're going to try. All right, let's okay, fucking try it. Because Cosmo, look, real talk, Cosmo, you don't make a good product. This isn't tasty at all. Especially for, no, I don't need one. I licked it all. Thank you for the napkin. This doesn't, like the flavor is fine. It does, it is caramel. But yeah. as a lube, I'm not, I'm not enjoying it at all. <laughs> well, you haven't fucked with it though. You can't judge it as a, you can't judge it as a sex product i love i love like going down on somebody i love it okay (laughs) but this is not gonna excite me to go down on somebody no not at all so what else do we have um hang on a second Uh, okay i've got a bunch of anal lubes that were given to me why what's the difference i don't know right well there are all of these different lubes from this other company called um intimate earth and there are like they're all different choices so i don't know what the deal is there's daring which is anal okay there's uh ease which is uh relaxing sounds like anal anal yep there's soothe 
which is gross. <laughs> like, do you have an infection or something? Like, yeah. Oh, wait. Is it called hives? It's called, oh my God, help. I'm on fire. It's called rash. <laughs> Soothe is uh, antibacterial. Oh, okay. Uh, I don't know. That grosses me out. Um, let's see. There's uh, hydrate, hydra, which is just not anal. It's just for everyone, I guess. There's embrace, which is tightening pleasure serum. Mm. I guess. Tightening, huh? Tightening. All right. And there's adventure. Did I say that one already? Yeah, there's so many. So the- <laughs> A lot of loops. Yeah. What a weird, like, not a weird market. I don't want to judge it. I just feel like... I just heard the same thing 12 times right. from the same from different companies. Yeah. Yeah. I I'll go into that in a second. Let's taste okay, this. So what are we this tasting? This is the salted caramel. Oh, from another company? Yeah. What's this company? Intimate Earth. Okay. Love Naturally. Okay. Salted caramel. Great. Let's try it. Get this Cosmo out of my mouth. Tasting lube. Fucking gross. Okay. Here we go. Ooh, yep. All right. Same same Give lube me a again. <laughs> Give me a squirt. <laughs> And I have to eat this. I have to suck my own dick to try this? Yep. God damn it. (laughs) I'll leave the room while you do that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know the rules. All right. I'm going to give it a smell. Let's go. Oh, it smells totally yummy. It smells like a salted caramel Yankee candle. Yeah. It's a straight up Yankee candle here. It smells great. Okay. Here we go. Oh, no, 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 no. No, fuck that. No. What is this? This is so gross. Ugh. Mm. Oh, no. That smelled way better. Yeah. And tasted twice as bad. <laughs> I've never had a tasty um, loop. Really? Yeah. I, I don't think them. I have either. Yeah. But some people want that. Want what, what? I don't know. Like that weird taste that we're both tasting. Like in the Cosmo, I think the Cosmopolitan was the better tasting of the lubes that we just tried. Sure. Um, it's sucralose. Okay. Which is that fake, you know. It's fake sugar or something? Fake sweetener. Oh, cancer agent. It's that taste. Like no, a, I don't think it is, actually. I think sucralose, aspartame is what you're thinking of. That's what that, I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah aspartame it's straight that. up cancer. Sucralose has replaced a lot of things it, that used to contain aspartame. I think now they're using sucralose. And I think it's actually maybe sourced from plant. I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up. But th- that taste, though, it's like that kind of weird chemical mm-hmm. taste that you don't want in your mouth if you. You know what don't I'm going like to make? But some people, some people don't mind it. Yeah. What are you going to make? I'm going to try and make uh, infused lube with the magical butter machine. Ooh. I bet you can. I bet. How do you make lube? What's in lube? Coconut oil, maybe? Well, yeah. that's not, you can't use uh, that with latex if you're using condoms. Oh, really? Yeah. Coconut oil you can't use? Mm-mm. I'll just melt a bunch of Vaseline and infuse it. <laughs> Fucking done. Game changer. Well, get back to me. Let me know how that Call goes. Call it gliding by glazed and done. Yeah. Super easy. Get oh. your dick high. Get, get your pussy high. Okay. Something like that. I like it. No, you don't. (laughs) (laughs) How can you tell? Yeah. Well, I just feel like if you're, I'm craving, now I'm craving a lube that tastes good. Yeah. Because lube itself doesn't taste good for obvious reasons. Right. But like when you go down on somebody, like it can be really nice. And I kind of like the, not only do I like the pleasure that I get from it that I'm hopefully giving to someone else, Mm -hmm. but the taste too, like everything about it, there's, there's an energy and a like, like a connection and Mm -hmm. like everything about it is wonderful. Yeah. So why can't they make a lube that tastes fucking good? To add to that, because these are gross, and every single one I've tried tastes artificial and uninviting. What would you want a lube to taste like? Like, like a, like summer fruit. Hmm. 
you know? Yeah, give like me peaches a, and apricots? Fucking right. A hundred percent. Give me mm. a juicy stone fruit because that to me is like a sexy piece of fruit to eat. Mm-hmm. It's running down your chin. Mm. You're taking huge bites of something ripe. Uh-huh. That's hot. Yeah. It's so hot. So give me something that tastes like that, but give me something that's made from that fruit then maybe. I don't know. I'm talking like I'm a scientist and I'm not, but I am a consumer and I know what I want. <laughs> yeah. I would say I, I would be interested in something that would kind of match like the natural taste of like someone's body, mm-hmm. like something that's maybe just like a little salty, like lemongrassy, you know, like something a little earthy that, you know, tastes great, but isn't necessarily trying to emulate a food. Oh, so you know you're not, I mean? because, because like that food tea. might, oh, that's interesting. You know, like Earl Grey, <laughs> Earl Grey infused loop. Do you know what I mean though? Like yeah. something that you're not actually trying to emulate a food I feel like that might be a little bit better because everybody smells different. Mm -hmm. And so really that sounds like it matches like uh, instead of a peach where it's like, it's like, it's like dick and peach, right? Like that doesn't necessarily sound inviting. Right. They're two conflicting flavors. Right. And scents. But what you're talking about actually does sound really nice. Well, I just think that, you know, like matching the sort of like natural musk would be easier with something that's like botanical and not trying to be like cherry pie. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I'm not into... Well, Clean we, laundry. Yeah. <laughs> Fresh cut grass. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're right. Like we've talked about this before, like, you know, whipped cream and chocolate and stuff being during sex, like just kind of being messy and weird. And But I feel like there is, there's got to be some sort of like sex lube product out there that is doing something that is sort of just goes with everything instead yes. of trying to mask things, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Hmm. That's interesting. Get That's, at us if you know about that. Truly. Straight there. up. Yeah. Hit it up. Because it was not at this, which brings me to my other point about this expo. Before we talk about the people we met and the interesting people, I feel like this, just like any other convention, the mimic broke out because it took the time to figure out, like, yes, it's shaped like a manta ray. Yes, it fits like the palm of a man or woman or however you identify. Everything about it was the breakout thing of the convention. Mm -hmm. While everything else around us was just fucking the same Mm -hmm. it's the same shit different day Mm -hmm. and that's what drives me mad about the cannabis industry that's what drives me mad about now seeing the sex industry Mm -hmm. is like i'm craving that breakout stuff that is changing the game instead of capitalizing and following the trend yeah that's such a great point like the industry leaders are the ones who have taken the time to think about the user experience and the design and then make it with great materials and also have a message that matters Yes. Right? 100%. Like talking to the woman behind the mimic. She had worked in sex stores for, I think she said 13 years. Yep. And then designed this with all of that knowledge for her body and then got tons of feedback and then partnered with someone who's also like a heavyweight in the sex industry. Yeah. And I don't know. It was just really cool to sort of like, there was no capitalizing on anything in her. She was like, I made this because I believe in it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That was the shit. Very cool. Fucking cool. Yeah. Because every single like pocket pussy that I saw and played with was... The one with teeth? One had teeth? <laughs> like, what are you doing? That what was, are you doing? That's so freaky. Hey, what's the fish I said it looked like? Um, a gr- uh, parrotfish. A parrotfish. With those weird... Like, a parrotfish, it's that blue and yellow fish uh-huh. with the teeth. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's like <laughs> thin lips, big teeth. And that's what this, like, pocket pussy was like. It had teeth and a tongue inside. And I was like, no. 
No. You were freaked out by that. Yeah, it looked like an unfinished doll. Yeah. I don't want that. It was very freaky. That, yeah, that and like the uncut dick were the two things that where I was like, wow, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's that's freaky shit right there. It really is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I think the other thing that I don't like about that, well, we met that woman. We'll get to it in a second. But, um, but like, I don't like how those pocket things feel, really. Like, there's this like weird, oily, latexy feeling with them they feel creepy they do feel creepy Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. i can't i can't like get into that no and yeah the whole thing with the teeth was just so weird the other thing that i saw that kind of freaked me out that i didn't know existed was the tails that are butt plugs oh my gosh oh the bunny it was like you put it in your butt and then it looks like you have a bunny tail yeah yeah that was weird i didn't know (laughs) and then there was a whole booth that had other tails like fox tails and like big long tails and you just but you put it put it up your butt. Yeah. So Those, weird. I can see like somebody, it's almost like a Spencer's, it's like a novelty store gift that you give to someone and then they wear it once and everyone's like, ha ha ha. Or whoever your partner is, is like, sure. ha ha ha. And you like shake your butt and it's all real fun. And then at a certain point you're like, we're doing this again. Well, I don't, I feel like people who are in relationships where they're they're maybe like a sub, mm-hmm. you know, oh, like that yeah. would be something I, I could see in a relationship where it's like time to put your tail on, yes, you know, totally. And that person's like, okay, and, Get that, on and your then knees. you're in it, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like part of the role play and story. Like for me, definitely not something that I, I'm interested in because that's just not part of my react. Like that's not what I want, right? But I could see for the right person, they'd be like, oh, they make that for me, yeah. You, know? you just nailed something that I am a little short-sighted on, oh. which is like, there's there's something out there for me. Yeah. Right? That's got to feel good. It has to, to feel good. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm such a like, I'm pretty basic. You know what I mean? Like when I look at those pocket pussies, I'm like, ah, oh, now I got to clean this. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like that's my MO when I see something. It's like, I don't need, I don't want to put, like, you know, like I'm pretty easy when it comes to like pleasure. But you're right. Like there's something for me and that's what this convention's about that's so about that it really is not for the vanilla and the basic and the boring and the you know which i consider myself to be yeah. honestly even though i'm not but like in, in that sense like not needing all of the things like i am also very sort of like oh, i'm just you know come come as i am mm-hmm. and i'm not looking for you know bunny tails or anything but that was the cool thing at this convention to see that there is someone like there's booty bling which is you know a butt plug with a jewel on it or there's um <clears throat> all of the different vibrators for women to like experience their bodies with or partners or not just women but like specifically I was looking at it as a woman thinking like how cool it is now that these things exist that are specifically designed for clitoral stimulation that didn't exist you know when I went to my first sex shop my first time going into a sex shop was in probably 1991 or 92 in Montreal <clears throat> when I just moved there and um it was really like big plastic dildos. That was kind of it. That's it. You know? Like different sizes. Yeah. But like a lot of dildos. Yep. And that's just not the case anymore. Now it's all of these different vibrators to touch your body in different areas and different erogenous zones. And I don't know. It's really cool. Yeah. And some of them are big, bold, and in your face. Mm-hmm. And other ones look like a, like a cute plant that you would find on Mars. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. the accessibility is different. It's very cool. Especially in, you know, and, and the, well... I was going to say the other cool thing that happened was someone that we met. Oh, yeah. Let's get into it. Yeah. So we met Buck Angel. Holy cow. Yeah. What an incredible person. Who is a porn performer, a uh, trans man who um, has just has a huge following and has been uh, performing and working in the film industry 
porn film industry for a really long time and is now working as a sex educator and has a line of sex toys mm -hmm. um, designed for trans men specifically. But it was just so fucking cool and he knows so much about sexuality and uh, and cannabis too. <laughs> that was the wildest thing. The, the, the man is cool. He's fascinating. He's amazing. So... I don't know. We'll have, we'll, we'll have him on the podcast and yeah, we'll talk to him right. about everything that. Yeah, he's he's a he's a huge proponent of cannabis. He's yep. sober for 30 years, but he's been using cannabis the whole time because mm -hmm. he's like it's not a drug. Yep. Yeah. Mm. So Buck. fucking cool. Buck, Buck coming up soon. Buck Angel. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Such and then we met another person, the uh woman who changed the game with um um silicone? Yeah. Oh, I wrote her name down. She her name is Metis Black. Yeah. And yeah, she completely revitalized the industry with silicone like 20 years ago. Yeah, because before that it was all PVC, mm -hmm. cheaply made materials shaped in certain shapes. With like uh, bad like car carcinogenic materials. Yeah, like the same shit they make um, like toilet scrub handles out of, Gross. but instead you're putting it inside your body. Don't put that inside your body. No. No. Silicone. Yep. Yeah. I, um, I, I didn't buy anything, but I didn't see anything that I would want to buy, but I definitely like learned a lot i would buy a mimic you would buy a mimic yeah yeah if i was treating myself i would totally buy a mimic but they're like 130 dollars. yeah they're not cheap but again like you don't mind like i guess my thing is i would pay i would pay twice that for sneakers three times that for certain sneakers right yeah so i guess i shouldn't poo poo anything when it makes you like if you get off from it, that's like 130 bucks is nothing. No, I mean you know they're well made and they last a long time and yeah, mm -hmm. it's an investment in self care. Oh, self care. Others would just say ten thousand comes, <laughs> which is self care. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but self care is like I don't know. That's a bit. You don't think coming is self care? I just don't like the word self care anymore. I'm over it. I fucking hate the word self care. Yeah. It's awful. It's like counterculture. Yeah. Or whatever. It's like come on, self care. Yeah. Self love same same yeah give me a break yeah, it's just doing something that makes you makes you better yeah i can't well yeah coming helps it does yeah i think if everyone had like got up in the morning and came before they started their day mm -hmm. the world would be a better place i agree with that except for athletes if you're if you have an <laughs> athletic event that yeah. night don't, don't come. come you need that energy you right. need that furious anger <laughs> you can't lose your your like zhuzh right. and like you know muhammad ali i don't think he came uh, before oh, really? events Pete Holmes the comedian yeah. I don't think he jacks off before um, like doing an hour for taping <laughs> okay. and stuff because I think you've got to like you can't expel what you could use in that moment for sure I mean it's not like I get myself off before I go on stage that's right. for after that's for after yeah. yeah it's like hitting a bong yeah but yeah. anyone in government right now <laughs> world leaders right now yeah anyone working in a corporation or even at a, you know, a, a, like a mid-level office job. Mm -hmm. Get yourself off before you go to work. Damn right. It'll Mike be a better Pence, day. Mike Pence, your balls are so heavy right now. Oh, that uh, guy Jeff can't Sessions. come. No, he has a fucking, what's, a, what's the cage thing you were oh, talking about? Oh, that cock cage? Yeah. Yeah. Pence is, definitely has a cock cage on. You think he's walking around with a cock ring? He calls his wife mother. Oh, yeah, he is. Yeah. That Tuck does, me in, mother. <laughs> that guy has his dick locked up. Lay out my outfit for the morning, please. Blah. Yeah. I don't know. Well, when I see him, I'll tell him. Yeah. Take off your cock ring. Punch, punch him in the cock cage. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> oh, my hand, it's broken. <laughs> what are you wearing? A cod piece? I I don't, I think I kind of like covered everything I think about the Sex Toy Expo. Totally. 
I feel I feel like I learned a lot. There's nothing there that I would get or try necessarily. <laughs> well, we tried the lube. Yeah. Well, and it's disgusting. Somebody it's... make a better one, <laughs> or I will. Yeah. <sighs> Is there anything else? I don't know. You're gonna be gone. Yeah. What am I gonna do? Probably find a better guest host. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. I don't know. Do you have yeah. anything that you want to plug? Mm, not. Oh, mm, no. This week, nothing upcoming no. that you want to drop drop? Mm-mm. All right. I don't either. All right. That's it. That's it. Um, if you're listening to this and you vote in the Emmys, please vote for Night of Too Many Stars. Holy shit. I'd like that. Let's end on this. Okay. So what's up, Mike? You were nominated for an Emmy as part of the writing team for... Night of Too Many Stars on HBO. Fucking crazy. Yeah. Woke up to an email from my manager saying, holy shit, you're nominated for an Emmy. And I went, holy shit, I'm nominated for an Emmy. It's crazy. Fucking cool. I'm really proud. You should be so fucking... I I, I am so excited to... I don't know. At this moment in this time, it's just so fucking exciting. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. It's cool. Yeah. I'm a... You know, any, any... I think I'll end on this. It's one of the only th- it things like this are things that my parents can understand. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. For the most part, they don't necessarily get it. But when you have something that they're familiar with, that they can be like, I've heard of that because of these things, then it's like, oh, that's what you do. But otherwise, you know, it's like, wait, what? And how do you make money? And what's going on? But when they can be like, oh, Emmys, Tina Fey, like whatever that is, mm-hmm. There's, there's an understanding there. And for me, that's really cool. So to yeah. have my family get it a bit more through an, through an uh, accomplishment like this is, means a lot. It's a, it's a huge deal. And, you know, awards are currency. Yeah. You know, like being recognized for something that you've made and having that achievement marked with an award is a form of currency in the artistic world. Totally. That's what it is. So it's just exciting to have you acknowledged yeah feels cool thrilled for you yeah uh, it i needed to say it out loud to timestamp and and time capsule it in something like this just so that i can like you know memories change but something like this will be forever so it feels good to put it on record yeah so i can listen back when i'm on my deathbed at 52 and be like yeah heck yeah or maybe 51 oh my god what do they do they give i mean what's the podcast uh award the podcast award? Yeah, do they podcast have podcasts? Awards? I'm just wondering if we can win an Emmy for this podcast. Oh. Because Megan Amram uh-huh. is up for an Emmy for the web series that she created where she wanted to be considered for an Emmy. Yeah, that's right. Which is brilliant and amazing. and So fucking brilliant. Cool. By and the way, I'm going to live to 104. Let's yeah, be serious. Please. That was very upsetting for me. I didn't know how to react to that. <laughs> so you just changed the subject? Like, oh, I can't talk about that. That makes me sad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know if there's podcast awards. There's like Webby Awards. There's got to be a podcast awards. Well, at we're going to win it. Yeah. Let's win that shit. Yeah. Vote for us in the thing we don't know if it exists <laughs> or else. Yeah. Rate, like, subscribe, leave a review, tell your friends, please. Yes. We love doing this. Yes. And we love hearing from you guys. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Magical Butter. Thank you to, for, to Jamie for telling us we should go to a sex toy expo and yeah. us going, having a great time and meeting cool folks that'll be on the podcast in the future. Yeah. I can't think of anything else. I think that's it. Uh, Mary Jane, thank you for doing this podcast with me. Thank you for doing this podcast, Mike. I, it's my favorite thing. All right. Uh, Bye. Bye.